With Matt and Jenny. When I get drunk, I just think I'm fucking hilarious. You are pretty funny. <laughs> well, you're drunk. I don't know. <laughs> you are pretty funny. I'll I don't know. Give if you that. I, I, thank you. I don't think I'm as funny as I think I am. I'll say that. And I don't think people want to hear from me as much as I think they want to hear from me when I get drunk. I don't know. Rich was plugging you for information about how we're going to make this oh. really meta podcast on oh, Friday. Oh, sure, sure. Real he was. Meta. We were going deep. We got deep. Real deep. Like, what is a horror movie? What is a horror movie? I think he expects a little bit too much out of this podcast. I mean, we can, t- I can we talk can, about We can talk about that. it. I think if the intention of the movie is to scare you, it's a horror movie. I think that's simple. Easy. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's how I define a horror movie. Someone, mm-hmm. what, it was Kavya who asked, is Jaws a horror movie? Yeah. And you said yes. No, yes. Eric said yes. No question is it. Yeah. It is absolutely a horror movie. It is designed to scare you. Yeah. That's the point of the movie. It's not nothing else. You don't agree? I do agree, but I feel like there's some weird shades of gray where I'm like, was that a horror movie? I don't know. Were you ever scared during the movie? I think it was more like, Err. You, Why wasn't it you don't seen? even think you don't think Crawl was a scary movie. No, not necessarily. See, that is baffling to me. I mean, because it was like a jump scare, but it's not like a slow. I don't know. It's not like a slow creeping. Sc- I don't know. Okay, it's hard to define. It's a horror movie. Horror. 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 Crawl. Crawl. Horror. <laughs> well, this is a great opening. This is a great opening. All You're right. welcome, well, world. Welcome to Spooky Scary <laughs> with Matt and Ginny. I'm Matt. I'm Ginny, and today we're reviewing and talking about Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, directed and produced by Steve Miner. And we're also going to talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, directed by Jack Shoulder. So, wow, threw a curveball here to our listeners. We're doing a twofer. Twofer. This is going to be a packed episode. This is this is for when... Th- so this episode will likely be released around Christmas. Okay. When you need to get away from your family. Yes. When you're traveling a lot, you're counting on us to provide listening content. And emotional so support. And emotional support. So this one's going to be longer than our normal episode yeah you're welcome yep we're putting a lot of work into this we've just done so much work research <laughs> and preparation for Pulling this episode it it's just going to be information overload yep and you're going to merry christmas here's a stocking full of matt and Ginny. yeah great use it to get away from your parents if you need to that's right now, I will say that it's probably not fair of us to combine these two movies yeah. into one episode. They're because a weird they are, combo. Yeah. It is a weird combo, though. This is the genre that they find themselves in. You know, these are, yeah. these movies spawned a number of terrible sequels. True. And this is part two of each of these OG sort of Jason and Freddy. Yeah. And this is going to culminate when our next episode, we do Freddy versus Jason. Ooh. Um, since we're on this little kick right here. And then after that, we've got a special surprise for our listeners. Yep. We're not going to talk about that because we have to figure that out yet. But big guest, first <laughs> guest of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Very you exciting episode coming up. should be real, up. real excited. Oh, yeah. Um, but first, we're going to do a combined episode where we talk about Friday the 13th Part 2 and Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry. We're going to do them one at a time so you won't get lost. Yep. So we're going to start with Friday the 13th, 
Part de. Part de. So let's talk about Friday the 13th, part de. Yeah. Okay. Two months after the murders at Camp Crystal Lake, sole survivor Alice Hardy is recovering from her traumatic experience. Mm. In her apartment, when Alice opens the refrigerator to get her cat some food, she finds a severed head of Pamela Voorhees in her refrigerator, and then she's murdered by an unknown assailant with an ice pick to her temple. That was tough. That was creative. Yeah, the movie opens with an ice pick to the brain. Yeah, I, I was, was like, like oh, damn. Yeah. It was rough. The the opening of the movie is the best part of the movie by far. Yeah, I she, agree the, with you. The, the, the can't, it's one shot. Yep. It takes a minute. It follows yeah. her around her apartment. It's pretty scary. You're waiting for something to happen. You're waiting you for something to happen. You know something's happening. Absolutely. The, the cat causes a jump scare. Yep. And then, of course, something bad is going to happen. Of course. But it's effective and it's good. I also love, loved the main title sequence in this movie because it was Friday the 13th part two and then the text of part two explodes <laughs> i think i do remember seeing it because i was like what i was, I like, was somebody just having fun with graphics I lol yeah it looked like yeah, somebody like, was like yo dork. check this out check this out man it can explode and it was like on what like why why there's why? no explosions no explosions in the movie great stop using graphic design Boy, anyway it was silly okay so five years after that excuse me Camp counselor Paul Holt hosts a counselor training camp near Camp Crystal Lake. The camp is attended by Sandra, her boyfriend Jeff, troublemaker Scott, mm. tomboy Terry, wheelchair-bound Mark, sweet-natured Vicky, jokester Ted, and Paul's assistant, Ginny Field. Ginny! Ginny! She's the main character. Mm-hmm. As well as many other trainees. Around the campfire that night, Paul tells the counselors about the legend of Jason Voorhees, of how he survived his drowning, grew up living in the woods, and is now seeking to kill any intruders to avenge his mother's death. As Ted appears with a mask and a spear, Paul reassures everyone that Jason is dead and that Camp Crystal Lake is off limits. <laughs> that night, Crazy Ralph wanders onto the property. Remember him from part yeah. one? Bicycle riding Crazy Ralph. <laughs> he drives, wanders onto the property to warn the group, but is garroted. From behind a tree, garroted? Strangled with a wire, basically. Yeah, is that what that... That's what that means. Okay, interesting. Never never heard that. Don't ask me why. Okay. I know that. Great. It's one of the ways you kill people. Exactly. The following day, Jeff and Sandra sneak off to Camp Crystal Lake and find a carcass before getting caught up... Excuse me, before getting caught by Deputy Winslow and return to the camp. Later, Winslow spots someone masked in a burlap sack running across the road and chases him into the woods... And to a shack before he is killed with a hammer claw. Yeah. Like, why would you chase somebody with a burlap sack on their head through the woods? Right. Why would you go into the shack? Why would you do this? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. The dude's trespassing. He's wearing a burlap sack on his face. Just like, fuck it. Just be like, fuck it. I'm going to go get a donut. Right. Just yell into the woods like, you better run off. Better run off, boy. I'll come get you. And then you go and get more deputies and you come back. Right. If you really want to get this guy. Yeah. Come back. Or call it in. Call, call it, it in. in. Right, duh. You don't fool. Do this. Uh, we're, we're police experts. We are, yes. <laughs> we are part-time police people. No. Uh, back at camp, Paul offers the others one last night on the town before the training begins. Six stay behind, including Jeff and Sandra, who are forced to stay as punishment for sneaking off. At the bar, Ginny muses that if Jason were still alive and had witnessed his mother's death, 
death, it may have left him with no distinction between life and death or right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Paul dismisses the idea, proclaiming that Jason is nothing but an urban legend. Also, Ginny is a huge downer for talking about child psychology at a bar. <laughs> downer. Meanwhile, the assailant appears at the camp and kills the counselors one by one. Mm. Scott has his throat slit with a machete while caught in a rope trap. After he just committed major sexual oh, yeah. sexual um, harassment. My hot take is all about the rampant sexual harassment oh, in this boy. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a creep and kind of deserved it. Yes. Uh, Terry is killed off screen while finding his dead body. Terry is the girl who you've just watched yes. swim naked for no goddamn reason. No reason. She's really <laughs> into aerobics. I called her aerobics girl. Yeah. Anyway, you get to see. Anyway, Mark gets the machete slammed into his face and falls down <laughs> a flight of stairs. This is the wheelchair bound guy. Fuck. This was tough. That was rude. It was really rude, and yeah. I feel like it's it's like very perverse because yeah. the, why is he in a wheelchair? The, the, the movie I know. doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, for that, and it's just like unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> but like this is something that twelve year old boys would laugh at, yeah. and it's so cruel. Yeah, because he gets a machete in the face, and then you Does watch he him have to go down the stairs, roll down a you know staircase. And it might have been for the plot. It's you would, not. <laughs> not supposed to find the body, right? Oh, man, fine. But you can. Right? You don't have to do this, and we don't have to see it because it's sort of. I think it's yeah. supposed to be perversely funny. Yeah. And I think it's kind of offensive. Yeah. Well, anyway. I mean, the whole movie is. Well, yeah, perverse and offensive. Very, yeah. very offensive. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the killer then moves upstairs. He impales Jeff and Sandra with a spear as they have sex. Ooh, yeah. Gross. And then he stabs Vicky with a ki kitchen knife. Very slowly. That death took forever. Did it? I don't remember it. That's the one where she, she... in her sexy outfit? There's a Freddy about that. <laughs> yeah, where she... Oh, right. So Vicky, Vicky thinks she's going to have sex with Mark, Mark in the wheelchair. Yes. So she goes to her cabin to change yes. into some sexy underwear. Yes. Her brown panties. Her brown panties. Her brown like, bikini oh cup panties and a bigger sweater. These are my sexy <laughs> This is my sexy outfit. I'm getting laid tonight. Oh, my God. All right. <sighs> so, yeah, then Vicky discovers them and cowers in the corner while this butcher knife. Right. She doesn't run away. She no. stands there and screams. She stands she there stabbed. and the, the stab, it takes like a full minute Fool. before she gets stabbed. Yeah. All right. Great. Later. Ginny and Paul return to the place in disarray. <laughs> in the dark, the killer ambushes Paul and continues to chase Ginny throughout the camp and into the woods, where she comes across the shack. After barricading herself inside, she finds an altar with Pamela Voorhees' head on it, Ugh. surrounded by a pile of bodies. Realizing that Jason Voorhees is the killer, Ginny puts on Pamela's sweater and tries to psychologically convince... Jason, that she is his mother. It's kind of gross and Real weird. gross. But it kind of works. Yeah. For a minute. The ruse fails, however, when he spots his mother's head on the altar and then attacks Ginny. Yep. Paul appears and attacks Jason because he's suddenly alive. Yeah. But he is quickly overwhelmed. Just as Jason is about to kill Paul with a pickaxe, Ginny picks up the machete and slams it down onto Jason's shoulder, seemingly killing him. Seemingly. Seemingly is the word there. Paul and Ginny return to the cabin. They think that Jason has followed them, but then when they open the door, they are greeted by Terry's dog, Muffin. Because we, yeah. we were bluffed into yep. thinking that Muffin had been killed. Terry, the, the aerobic 
pretty lady. Yep. Her dog had been killed, but Muffin survives. Muffin was alive. Suddenly, an unmasked Jason bursts through the window from behind and grabs Ginny. She then awakens to being loaded into an ambulance. She calls out for Paul, who is nowhere to be seen. His fate left ambiguous. Back in the shack, Pamela Voorhees' head remains on the altar as Jason is also nowhere to be seen. I did look it up on mm-hmm. Wikipedia. I was like, is Paul dead? And the internet says no. Okay. The internet says Paul's alive. Paul because is the alive. body count. Apparently at the end okay. there's like some sort of like pretend news show that's talking about how many people get killed and he's okay. on the count. Okay. I would hope he appears in a later movie, but I can't. I, I know, can't I was about speak to say. To yes. So this movie. This movie. A standard. Standard. It's like a it is a quintessentially classic paint by numbers sleepaway yes. camp murder movie. Yes. It's exactly what it says it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is almost like the standard bearer. Yes. It is. It just does everything. It does everything. Everybody has sex. Everybody gets killed. Yeah. Brutally. Brutally. No, yeah, no pity is shown for anyone. You just get killed. No, it's just brutal. And yeah. people are, again, characters are just introduced so they can get killed. Killed. killed yes ridiculously and they're all stereotypes yes there's like the funny guy there's the yeah. jock there's the perverted dude there's yes. the pretty girl it's just all paint by numbers yep. silliness yeah it's silliness it's kind of fun it's not hard to watch no you know you just sort of like all right we're floating down on this river of and it is campy this yes. one is almost intentional yes. campy. yeah i think it is definitely intentionally campy. yeah yeah it, it's it's the sequel that nobody asked for except yep. the studios because they're like well that was a successful movie i gotta make more money let's do it and boy they did um it, you know fine cool i guess it was kind of messed up when you see jason's face because he's uh-huh. got like a face like sloth and the goonies mm-hmm. which i'm just like come on man like there's no need to mm-hmm. i mean i just felt like that was a cheap shot yeah. It, Cheap shot. It definitely is. Yeah. It's just absurd. Yeah. So, okay, well, let, let's go. Let's see, let's hear your hot take, Jenny. I'm, All right, I'm hot take. Hear, so, yeah, I mean, I picked up on what you picked up, which is sexual harassment was rampant in 1981. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Me Too movement should have gone a little bit further back. So, Paul, who is running the camp, is hooking up with Jenny, his staff member, mm-hmm. and is kind of a creep about it he's just sort of like all up in her business all the time he's like jenny you're late and she's like whatever mm. so like don't hook up with your employee mm-hmm. don't do that even if it's consensual just still kind of creepy Shouldn't do it. like come on dude and then uh scott the troublemaker steals terry's clothes when she's skinny dipping right which i also thought would be way too cold to skinny dip right yeah and don't steal somebody's clothes she's out there looking for a dog and she's like and then I'm she's go like skinny dip. i'm just gonna skinny dip yeah and we watch her jump in completely naked. Yeah. Full, and swim around, full fully naked. And yep. then come out fully naked. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't so it's like, no, you're a creep too. Right. The nerdy guy, uh-huh. the nerdy cap counselor was at the bar and he was hitting on the bartender. Right. He makes it. He doesn't he doesn't get killed. He does make it. Because he stays out all night. He stays out partying. Mm-hmm. That's also another hot take. Stay mm-hmm. out partying all night so you survive. Stay up drinking, don't have sex. Exactly. Um, and then Vicky, you know, sexual harassment kind of goes two ways. Mm. Didn't seem like Mark was super into it, 
but she was just like gonna get it. She was not taking no for an answer. She was aggressively pursuing She's him. Like, I want you to see my brown panties. Exactly. <laughs> and she was like, "What else doesn't work besides your legs?" All right. And I was just right. like, "Uh, like it was also like a really clumsy attempt." Yeah. And I felt like he didn't really have a choice. But then just to be like, all right, I'm just going to let this girl hook up with me because she's clearly mm-hmm. going to harass me until I just let her do it. So I felt like it was all sexual harassment. <sighs> kind of a downer to watch, you know? Sure. But then everyone gets killed who's sexually harassing people. So, except True. for Ted. Okay. Maybe yeah. that's just a novel way of dealing with sexual harassment. Yeah, maybe the point of the movie yep. is just like, don't sexually harass people. Don't sexually harass people or you'll get killed. Or else. Or else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Good glad, you, I'm glad you agree I, with I me. I totally agree with you. It's Yeah, it's, I was like, is that okay in 1981? Like, is there a reason the whole movie's about it? It's whatever. It's whatever. It's whatever. All right. Yeah, I mean, don't. it's terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. All right, review roundup. Speaking of, it's terrible. Well, we're going to do some Freddy's. Oh, right. Freddy's. I'm Let's, sorry. I forgot. No, that's all right. That's all right. Um, what, what's your first Freddy? Okay. Well, gosh, I think I have three now. Oh, yeah. I went from Me none too. to three. All right, great. So this movie is, I just said, most just gratuitous nudity and violence. Yes. It's that just, was one of mine. Okay, great. It's just gratuitous. Yes. It's just like, it's, yes. it's unapologetic and just like, nipples, fuck you. Nipples here. everywhere. Nipples, like face stabbing yes just gross yes it's it's this movie sets out to be fucking nasty yeah and it is yes good on you movie good on you you set it up you teed it up yep socked it socked it out of the park nobody wore bras except when they were Mm -hmm. hooking up Uh that's true that's true all right what's what's one of your freddies um i'm gonna stay with a theme worst sex prep scene so vicky goes back to get oh. sexy. Oh, right. And so she goes to her cabin and she's getting sexy. We're watching her get sexy. So she takes off a sweater uh-huh. and she puts on a bigger sweater. Oh, yeah. You know, and then she <laughs> she like bluffs up her hair. <laughs> yeah. And then to your point, she pulls out a pair. She's like, oh, I'm going to wear like sexy <laughs> panties. She takes off her black panties. Mm-hmm. The most sexy color, one would argue. Mm. Black panties, right? Mm. Okay. Well, I think it is. <laughs> anyway, she takes off the black panties. She put on like... Poop brown. <laughs> Poopy brown. <laughs> Poopy brown. Like, like bikini cut. Special sex underwear. S- yeah, special sex underwear. Mm-hmm. So, worst sex prep yeah. scene ever. It takes way too long. She he sprays, gets killed. Uh, she sprays right, perfume. Perfume all over her body. Including on, including into her underwear. Including into which, her underwear. Let me just say, if you've been down there escaping anything recently, that burns. Ooh. So, not a great idea. No. No. I, I, that's a great Freddy. It's a great, it's worse sex prep. Worse sex prep. Yep. Great. Okay. Uh, most forgettable characters. <laughs> I, I didn't remember. I, I we, had a lot of trouble remembering their names. Oh my, well, yeah. And I was pre- prepping for this, for these segments. And I was like, I don't remember a goddamn thing about this movie that <laughs> exactly. I watched three days ago. Yes. Like, I just, I don't remember yes. any of their names. Yes. Who they are, yeah. I identify them as their archetypes and not their faces or their personalities. Bingo. Most Me forgettable too. characters. Most forgettable characters. On interestingly enough, kind of dovetails into my Great. final one. Surprisingly diverse cast. Yes. If you look at it, like there was not just white people. I, there was an Asian lady in there. True. I think there was an African American dude in there. Mm, not okay. like the main characters. Sure, sure. But they were in there. And and a, a person with disabilities. Bingo. 
wheelchair guy. So I was kind of <laughs> wheelchair guy. Mark. I think that negates <laughs> think, what we were just yeah, saying. Yeah, I think all the, every, everything anyway. good you just said, I just totally pooped on it. <laughs> no. But, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. But it was. Yeah. It yeah. was just kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Considering I feel like movies these days that I see that mm-hmm. are produced and made now, like, can't do this. Mm. Where I'm like, come on, dude. Sure. sure. Like, put somebody who's not white in the movie. Right. We know it's upstate New York, but still. Sure. I got one more Freddy. What's your final one? Best runtime. This movie was 87 minutes. Oh, I didn't even realize. It's so fast. Yeah. I started, Katie was like, I'm going to go take a bath. I was like, great. I'm going to start this movie and end it when you come out of the bath. Yeah. I finished this movie before she got out of the bath. That's crazy. I mean, she took a long bath. But. But still. 87 minutes. Done. 87 minutes. Thank you. Peace. Done. No need for like a two and a half hour movie. Oh. Yeah. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah. Better. Lean and mean. Lean and mean. This movie is mean. It is mean. It is. Was it scary or not? How many hockey masks? One. Ooh. Not scary. It's not. No. I gave it two. Okay. I, I thought the, the opening sequence was tense and kind yeah. of scary. The ice pick to the temple was uh, the, You're right. That scary. had more suspense than the rest of the movie. When they find his um, mummy shack... Ew, that was creepy. And his mom's decapitated head sitting there. It's like five years old, so it's decayed and nasty. Yeah. It was gross. That was gross. So two for me. It's okay. it's not scary, but it is, you know, ooh. Ooh. Okay, all right. I'll give you that. Sure. Bloody or gory, how many buckets of blood do you give it? Two? Two? I don't know, man. Okay. Like, yeah, he did some bloody gory stuff, but that's I'm also the, like, the huh. point of that segment, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't anything. I guess now I'm just getting jaded. Like, I want to see something more original. Show me something original. Okay. I gave it four. Oh, wow. It's gross. It's super nasty. The <laughs> machete to the face for, for Mark, our disabled friend, <laughs> and the, the, um, the the yeah the, the mummy shack again the temple stabbing temple it's stabbing gross. It's gross. temple stabbing I'll give you bloody yeah but yeah yeah mm. anyway that's okay two. good or bad how many dead virgins two do you give it? two okay so here's the thing I wrote down two yeah I think I'm gonna bump it to three what I going back to this movie I was just like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah I remember that <laughs> oh yeah it was fun, you know. It was fun. Fuck it. It's just a it stupid fun. ass movie. Yes. And it is a, it this is like the quintessential Friday the 13th movie. Yes. For my money, it's better than the first one. I liked it more. I had more fun with I liked it. The mom part of the first one. Well, but the mom I can shows see. up in this. Yeah, you're right. The when intro, Jason, longest intro ever. But. Well, sure, but but when when mm-hmm. he Jason is th- considering Jenny might be might be his mom. The mom, she yeah. kind of fades in and out. So Betsy True. Palmer does show up in this movie, and uh, so so she is in the movie, and yeah, it's just it it, it is a. Perfect example, and maybe because mm-hmm. it set the standard of the sleepaway camp slasher movie, it is the movie that all other Friday the 13th, I think, pretend to be or want to be. Oh, okay. It is gratuitous and nasty and stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the movie intends to do that, so I'm going to give the movie a pat on the back. Okay. And say, you did what you set out to do. Okay. Three dead virgins for you. You're crazy, dude. I am but okay. so crazy. You so crazy. All right. How do you convince Eric 
to watch this movie with you. Um, Eric would be convinced he'd be able to get away from Jason. Eric mm-hmm. even happened to see mm-hmm. part of this movie as well. Yes. He said, but he's coming after her so slowly. He is, and he's stupid about it. Yeah, he's dumb. He's not the smartest serial killer. He's not. He's dumb. I think Eric would be very confident in his ability to outpace Jason. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he would feel like he could take him on, so he'd be okay to watch it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great. What about you? I said it's just, a, as I've said before, it's, it's, yeah. it, is a, it is a great example of a sleepaway camp murder movie. Yeah. It is just, and it's pretty harmless. It's, yes. it's violent. It's violent. And it's unpleasant. It's mean. These movies are mean. Okay? These, these, I would agree with these you. These slasher movies, they're just mean-spirited and cynical and gross. Yes, yes. There's nothing redeeming or inspiring about them. Mm-hmm. You just watch them to watch people get murdered. Yeah. And satisfy some sort of weird fetishes. Except for us. Except for we're us, totally because we're normal. really smart and above this all. <laughs> even though we've started a podcast, in you know, yep. specifically designed yep. Yep. to watch these movies, yep. gives me a great excuse to watch them and pretend like I'm um, above them in some way. So you think but Katie would watch? You think Katie would watch it just if you were like, "This is a classic. You just gotta see it." And then absolutely it be done. not. She would never. She would watch never this watch it. She would <laughs> literally never watch but it. That's the only way I can convince her. Is is just is just. Do you want to see a? Sleepaway Camp murder movie? Yes, Matt, I would love to. What's a great example of that? Oh. Friday the 13th Part 2. Part 2. Friday the 13th Part 2. So there it is. There it is. Friday the 13th Part 2, your review roundup, your Boom. your your reviews for that movie. I kind of walk away kind of liking it. Okay. I don't know if I'll go that far. I did like the fact that the main unintended consequence, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Main character is me. Is you. Ginny, Ginny. you know? G-I-N-N-Y. A very rare spelling of the name. Yeah. I, no one's named yeah. that, right? No one's named that. Have you met another Ginny? I met... No, to be honest. I've met another Virginia. But she doesn't go by Ginny. No, she didn't go by Ginny. Interesting. No, besides Ginny, uh, Ginny from Harry Potter. Oh, okay. She's a fictional character. That's true. But that's really. I was about to say, but those like really the only instances of Ginny. Cool. Well, that's interesting. So there you go. Woo! We're not alone. Ginny Power. Ginny. Ginny Power. And she's also kind of an asshole, and so am I. She's got. She's she's a strong woman in this. She's a strong woman. She's got her own. Her own thing. She doesn't take shit. She doesn't take Paul's shit. No. Yeah. And she figures it out. She does figure it out. She's like Jason. This is your mother speaking now. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You've done a good job, Jason. You killed them all. Yes. Now go to sleep. Yeah. Or whatever she says. Or have some hot milk. Have some hot milk. Yeah. 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 I. Yeah. I, yeah I, I. It's not a good. Uh, it's not a great movie. Yes. But I enjoyed it more than the first one. Yep. And I think if you want to watch a, a, a Friday Thirteenth movie, this is a this is a good one. Bingo. Do it. Bingo, guys. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will, second verse, same as the first, we're going to do Nightmare on Elm Street Part (laughs) 2, because that's what we said we would do. Yep. All right, we'll be right back. back we're back and we're just going to launch right into nightmare on elm street part 2 yep 
Great. So, so five years after Freddy Krueger's apparent defeat, the Walshes have moved into the Thompsons' former home. Their teenage son, Jesse, has a nightmare about being stalked by a killer driving a school bus. He wakes up. <laughs> really weird. He wakes up and attributes the dream to the unusual heat in the room. He's just sweaty mess. He's a sweaty mess. Also, in his dream, like he was a nerd with a pro- pocket protector. Sure. He's, he's kind of a nerdy dude. He's a nerdy guy. And the dream is really silly. It's very silly. It's like a school bus goes crazy and yeah. then drives into the desert. Right. What? So then Jesse goes to school with his friend Lisa, who he is interested in romantically, but he is too shy to flirt with her. Mm-hmm. After getting into a fight with a boy named Grady during gym class, Coach Schneider then has them stay after class and they become friends. As Coach Schneider has an unusual exercise where apparently you just hold plank for like an hour and a half. Well, it, I think it was actually that they're supposed to do push-ups until he says don't do push-ups anymore. Okay. Or something. But they... You can't do that many push-ups. You can't do that many push-ups. It was that, it was and Coach Schneider's a creep, and he's watching the window. Coach Schneider is a creep. Anyway, we're going to come back to that. So Lisa comes to visit Jesse after school, and they discover a diary from Nancy Thompson detailing her nightmares, which are strikingly similar to Jesse's. Mm-hmm. Also weird, small fires happen across the house, which mm-hmm. culminates in the spontaneous combustion of their pet birds. <laughs> Right. Like, what? <laughs> Who wrote that in? Like, why would your pet birds explode? It's too hot. It's too hot. The pet bird just exploded. Yeah. So then Jesse's dad, fine fathering, accuses him of stab- sabotage. Right. What? Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense, Dad. It doesn't. There's a lot in this movie that doesn't make a ton of sense. Exploding birds. Exploding birds. <laughs> just... Silly. All right. The following night, Jesse has a nightmare where he encounters Freddy who tells him to kill for him. The dreams grow more intense, and Jesse unsuccessfully attempts different measures to keep himself awake. He eventually begins wandering the streets at night. What? Right. He's like, he's like, I gotta go out. One night, he's caught by Schneider ordering a drink and is made to run laps at school as punishment. What? And he was like in an S&M bar. Right. He walks into a what? leather bar gay bar kind in of his place pajamas letting a 15 right. year old into a snm bar right and he orders a beer and so his coach she's like no you're coming with me we're gonna go to school and his coach is wearing like a leather vest right and he's like you're coming to school with me <laughs> so then he makes him run around and then he sends him to the showers <laughs> if you're noticing undertones we will cover this yes a little later schneider then is attacked by an unseen force that drags him to the showers. Jesse vanishes into the steam, and Freddy emerges, killing Schneider by slashing his back. It's actually a little bit more... Way different. S&M-y than that. Yes. He just starts whipping his booty. Yes. He, like, chains like him wet. to the wall. Yeah, he chains him to the wall. In the shower. And then he just whips his hot, wet booty. And the actor of <laughs> Schneider, too, like, is not very concerned. Yeah. Like when the balls come like flying at him, like oh, in the beginning. Oh, right, right. He, he just doesn't seem he's too like, concerned. Yeah, he's like, why are, what is going on? Why is this <laughs> happening? Good acting. Later, Jesse is horrified to see the glove, Freddy's glove, on his hand. He's escorted home by police after being found wandering the streets naked. And his parents begin to suspect that Jesse may be doing drugs or <laughs> mentally disturbed. 
<laughs> Good guess. Lisa is like, oh, come with me. He takes Jesse to an abandoned factory where Freddy Krueger works. What? But they find nothing there. Also, way to set yourself up to get murdered, Lisa. Yeah, she's just, she's not the brightest bulb. She's not a very bright bulb. So the following night, you know, what's better for a weird conscience and thinking you might have killed somebody than to go to a pool party? Yeah, come to my party. So Jesse goes to Lisa's pool party. He kisses her in the cabana so they like finally hook up right but then all of a sudden his tongue turns into like freddy's tongue right as he half-ass goes down on her yep so that was gross (laughs) afterwards his body begins to change is the tongue thing and he leaves in a panic he goes to grady's house confesses to killing schneider and instructs grady to watch him as he sleeps and to stop him if he tries to leave when grady eventually falls asleep freddy emerges from jesse's body and kills grady Mm mm-hmm Freddy then changes back to Jesse, who finds himself looking at Freddy's laughing reflection in Grady's mirror. He flees before Grady's parents enter the room. This is a pretty gross scene. Freddy comes out of his stomach. That was nuts. Yeah, and just brutally kills Grady. Is he sleeping on like a leather bed? uh, I don't know that it's leather, but he's sleeping. He's just pretty handsome, kind of sleeping. He's a very handsome guy. Grady, uh, In his underwear or something, and Jesse shows up. All sweaty and gross, and he, and Grady's like, I know you want to sleep with me, dude, but yeah. Jesus. I was about and to say. And like, oh, well, hit the nail on the head there, didn't we? Hit the nail on the head. Returning to Lisa's house, Jesse tells her what is going on. Lisa realizes that Jesse's terror is giving Freddy his strength. Very, very astute, Lisa. But he cannot stop fearing him and transforms again. He locks her parents in their bedroom and attacks Lisa, but realizes he cannot harm her due to Jesse's influence. He goes outside where he begins to slaughter the partygoers. This was the best scene. Yeah, this was an amazing scene. This was great. So Freddy is out there and he's just killing the shit out of all these teenagers. Yeah, killing everybody. It's really fun. Lisa's father emerges with a shotgun, but Lisa stops him from shooting Freddy, who escapes in a ball of flame. And everybody's like, uh, duh? Yeah. What? What is this? Right. And Fre- this is great. And Freddie has this great line. He's like, you are all my children. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Ooh. This is cool. He's a cool she- guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she drives to the factory, facing sudden nightmares and having to control her fear before confronting Freddie. She pleads with Jesse to fight Freddie, but Freddie's hold is too strong. When Lisa confesses her love for Jesse and kisses Freddy, Jesse begins to fight back. Freddy combusts and turns to ash, from which Jesse emerges. Hmm. Yeah, gross. Gross. Super, super gross. Super gross. Later, as Jesse, Lisa, and Lisa's friend Carrie are taking the bus to school, Jesse begins to notice similarities to his original nightmare and he panics. After Lisa calms Jesse down, Carrie says it is all over just before Freddy's clawed arm bursts through her chest. Mm. Freddy laughs. The bus drives into the field just as in Jesse's first nightmare. End of movie. End of movie. Jesse's just a pawn in Freddy's game. Yep. Okay. Okay. This movie is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This movie is dumb. It was real weird. Yeah. And I was picking up on some sort of undertones which we will get into in the hot take yeah do you want to do you want to talk about it i want you to talk about it well i don't know that i can talk about it in an academic well i'll I'll try to be as as fair and academic and as non-homophobic as i can because this movie is gay okay this movie 
I know some weird stuff. It's very was, homoerotic. Yeah. And I'm not saying gay is in like, you know, yes, what, a negative how, connotation. No, it's not. It's no. just, it's a. It, this movie has aged into a, in a gay cult. Yep. Movie. That's great. There's a documentary out called Scream Queen about this movie. Um, there's a lot going on here that suggests this. Um, Mark Patton, who plays the role of Jesse, uh, plays a role in the movie that is often written as a female, the yeah, final that's girl. True. So that's true. Um, th- there's publications that call this movie the gayest horror film ever. It is a. It is full of undertones. Mm-hmm. Let's name some undertones, shall we? Jesse is rarely fully clothed. He's often Always sweaty underwear. and wet and wearing white socks. Whatever. Yeah. He and a tormentor have a sweaty wrestling match where they pull each other's pants down and you see their booties. Yes. <laughs> His coach, clad in leather, hits on him in a gay bar. <laughs> and then he takes this student to the high showers. school and the showers Ew. where he is then gets a bare booty spanking. Yes. Yeah. Very erotic. Right. And Jesse seems to have problems performing with this girl. Yes. And seems to seems to have seems to not want to be No. He seems it's it's a very frustrating romance that they have. Yeah. Where she clearly wants him and he's just a little bit reticent. Now, in fairness, he is dealing with Freddy Krueger. Yeah, living inside his body. Living yeah. inside of him. Um so that he's got a lot going on. But the, still. The filmmakers for a long time, and some of them still do apparently maintain that this movie has nothing to do with any of that, uh, that that was not their intention, though I think they yeah. can, in fairness, realize, like, in retrospect, it looks like a... Yeah, like, it's an S&M bar. Like, why would the, you build an S&M bar? Right, right. And a high school coach that is yes. being soups creep. Yeah. With. And, he, and, and Jesse forms... Uh, a bond with Grady, yes. who is a very attractive young yes. man, and Grady even straight out says, "Like you're in my bedroom, dude. It's late at night. What are you doing here? I, do you want to sleep with me or something?" And Jesse's yeah. like, "No, just what, just don't, need you to watch. I me. need to just to watch each other." Yep. And Jesse is called handsome. I think Grady call it talks to him about him like, "Oh, you're just a pretty boy." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that. I, I think that there's a lot of undertones. There's a lot. Wonder if there's like Freddie is a metaphor for I don't know expressing your sexuality. Per, perhaps the, the, yeah, there, there's a lot of repression. There's a lot of um, I, th- I think teenagers who are going through yeah. the coming out process. This is th- this was I imagine how it would be very very quite stressful and scary. Yeah, um, Freddie is a manifestation of nightmares. Mm-hmm. He can't tell he can't tell his friends. He can't tell his parents. Yeah, he can't. You know he's having trouble dealing with it. You can't tell his best friend he's a girl. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so I think there's a lot going on here in terms of the homoeroticism, and I think it's great. Yeah. In, in that in that way, um, whether it was purposeful or not, mm-hmm. it is a movie that this this I, I might be putting too much on to to this in in the culture, but. Uh, I know a lot of gay men who love this series yeah. particularly and love horror movies in general. Um, and yeah. like more than a lot of the straight dudes I know. Yeah. I find that the, the people that I know who really like horror movies and specifically these the Freddy Krueger movies yeah. are gay dudes. 
Yeah. I'm friends with a lot of gay dudes who just love this movie. That's interesting. I don't have a lot of friends who like these movies otherwise. Yeah, you're kind of right. Huh. So, now we'll speak yeah. to a guest coming up on a future episode. Yeah. And I want to I talk about this with, with him. Yeah. Because I think that would be interesting to get his take on this. Because yeah. he's a big, big Nightmare fan. Yeah. Um, I like that because it was, like, there was some weird stuff happened in the movie where I was like, am I just, mm-hmm. like, missing something? I so I'm glad. I don't think you're missing something. Yeah. I, I think the movie, and, and again, it, it, it may not have been terribly mm-hmm. intentional, but yeah. it has aged in a way that it's celebrated as a, as a, I was as about a to say. cult gay movie. Hey, man. And like, yeah. if you watch it with, in that, with those lenses on, it totally works. Yeah. And uh, it... Now, that said, I don't think this is a very good movie. <laughs> it's still a bad movie. It's still yeah. a bad movie. Yeah. It's still kind of corny. It's, pr- it's really Love corny. saves him at the end. Sure. It's really gross. It is really gross. And we'll get to it in our review roundup, I suppose. Yeah. But this movie's pretty, pretty gross. Yes. And not because of the homosexuality element. Just like the physical effects? The physical effects are gnarly. Gnarly. Really gnarly. Uh, and... My man Jesse just gets super sweaty. Yeah, a lot in this movie. I feel really bad for him. That oh, must yeah. be terribly uncomfortable. You see and a lot of shots of him in his underwear. I was kind of like, yeah. how old is this guy? Like, mm-hmm. you really want to be shown in your underwear? And there's like not flattering underwear. It's like, like a lot of tidy whitey kind of underwear. A lot of tidy whitey. Mm-hmm. I feel like no one looks good in tidy whitey. No, no one looks good in tidy whiteys. Ew. So, you know, again, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't. I hope I'm not coming across as either insensitive no, or, I don't or think so. controversial in that in that respect because I think the movie is is currently uh, in in a critical way accepted as a a gay movie and like yeah. I say there is this documentary coming out called Scream Queen. I'm excited I'm, to see. I that. am interested to in seeing it. It's star it's a documentary and stars the guy Jesse Mark Patton who plays Jesse in the movie who later quit. He he walked away from acting. Really? Um, after some backlash from this movie, apparently. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, that's that's apparently why. Yeah. He, oh, he that's did terrible. Not have a great. Um, I mean, it's a, still. Yeah. It's still it's still a horror movie. Like, why would there be backlash? Because of everything well, we talked about, and the world wasn't ready for that, in whatever year it was. Perhaps early eighties. Um. Yes. Um. I was just, I was just reading about it. Poor um, guy. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, because he did a pretty good job with a role where you're being inhabited by mm-hmm. Freddy freaking Krueger. Yeah, um, so I think there was backlash about the reception of this movie, oh. where where people were, you know, um, kind of making fun of it as, as okay. a gay movie, um, and the, the 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 filmmaker was was. Um, kind of threw uh, Mark Patton under the bus and said he oh. played the part too gay. Oh, my gosh. The emotion, what terrible. Um, here, so according to Wikipedia, the, the interior, the, the emotional stress of the film led Patton to leave acting and pursue a career in interior decorating. You know, that sucks. It does suck. That sucks. Yes. Um, I'm sure he's a good interior decorator, but... Sure. It's still apparently Chaskin has reached out to apologize to oh, Patton good. with limited success, according to this. Um, uh, yes. Don't write the script and then blame the actor. 
Yes. You know, like he, yeah, he did, what? and I, 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 I'm interested to see this, um, this documentary because I think it's going to address a lot of these things. Yeah. Um, and it will be interesting. Yep. Good hot take, Matt's hot take. It's not a hot take. It's just it just yes. it is what it is. The movie yeah. has has evolved over the years. Yeah. Uh, from its initial release, and it's interesting. Yeah. Just excuse me. I'm about. I'm trying to burp. He's trying to burp. It's, He's uh, trying to burp not, directly not into the mic. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Great. Well, Freddy's. Let's do some Freddy's. You go ahead, because well, I, uh, it's still about our famous actor. Okay. So he has the world's smallest nipples. <laughs> he has such small nipples that you see uh-huh. them so many times. Okay. And I finally just had to write it down as a Freddy because I was like, you got such small nipples. Interesting. I have small nipples. Do you have small nipples? Yeah, they're tiny. You think that... Really? Yeah. They're like dimes. Because I thought like, because he was like super, super skinny. He was like... Mm-hmm. Not that you're not super skinny. I'm not super skinny. I'm, I'm, I'm a thin dude. Yeah. You have tiny nipples too. I do. I'm sorry. That is hilarious. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know. You can ask. Let's put Katie on. But, but if Katie gets home, we're gonna have to ask her how big are your husband's nipples. They're not. They're just not. They're not like. <laughs> I'm not trying to shame anybody about small nipples. I just thought it was very interesting. We saw his nipples so much that I was like, you know what? I think a Freddy should be given for nipples. Right. We give nipples Freddies in other movies. Dude. For ladies. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. gave a nipples Freddy in the last one. Freddy, oh, I guess you did. Friday the 13th Part 2. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, fair is fair. Turnabout I mean, it's fair play, right? Absolutely. I mean, he, so so as the final girl, he is, he, he, he's, his, his body is all over this movie. Exactly. The movie is about his body being taken yeah. over by Freddy Krueger. Yes. I mean, that is, yep. that is, uh, that Meat is and potatoes. Is. Yeah. Sh- sure. I guess that's. Meat, the. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what, don't that, know what means, that means. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. What's your first Freddy? Um, well, I, uh, my my Freddy, I, I um, so my for the last Nightmare on Elm Street movie, I I gave Freddy the best slash best villain or best movie yes villain or something yes. Um, I'm just gonna give this movie best use of Freddy Krueger because I thought this is the movie where he kind of comes out as a. He's got way more lines in this movie. He does. I thought the the, the use of him in this movie, mm-hmm. um, so much like your best Kevin Bacon award yes. from last week's episode of Friday the 13th, I'm going to give best Freddy Krueger yes. to this movie. Because Freddy Krueger is 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 gross. He's mean. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just he taunts disgusting. You. He's, yeah. Yeah. And he, his skin is gross. Robert England just does such a great job. Mm-hmm. So best Freddy Krueger. I would give you that because in the first one you don't Thank you hear so that. much. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> I support you hundred and ten percent. Thank you. Um, totally that, agree. That's my that's my Freddy. Okay, my final Freddy was just epic pool party massacre. Oh yeah, big time. It's gonna make me nervous about going to pool parties. Not that I ever go to pool parties. We were at a pool party this summer. Which pool party? The, the in forgot. Albuquerque. Right, that was a nice pool party. But imagine if we got massacred at it. Oh God! Would have been not as fun. <laughs> fair point. Well, anyway, yeah, fair point. I'm just gonna stop while I'm ahead. No, that's great. That's great. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to um, talk anymore about how the the gayness of the movie. So I'm okay. not gonna, I'm not gonna okay. exploit that in my Freddies. Don't exploit um, it. But I will say that uh, Mark Patton. Um, 
was sweaty. Very sweaty. Sweatiest actor ever. Well, they also like blame the heat on the house on <laughs> on J- on Freddy Krueger, which mm-hmm. I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, it's so hot in here. And they well, like, kind of try to link it to Freddy Krueger. Yeah, well, he's bo- he's a boiler he's a room. He's a boiler killer. room guy. Yeah, and there's the boiler at the in the basement that gets just turned on all the time. I guess I don't know. Yeah, don't it know seemed weird know. to me. All right. Okay. Okay. Review roundup. Uh, scary or not? How many hockey masks you want to give this one? <sighs> I say two. Two. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'll give it three. Okay. This is the only Freddy Krueger movie that I have memories of as a little kid. Oh, man. That must have been scary Well, I only walked in. I think my older brother Jason was watching this movie on a small screen. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and I was like, ooh, Freddy Krueger. And Jason's like, you shouldn't watch this movie. It's scary. Oh. And I, I saw some of it. And I was like, yep, too scary. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, so I, I have. So as a kid. I think this movie is probably pretty darn scary. Yes. Freddy Krueger is a scary dude. Yeah. He's real mean. He kills kids. Can't get rid of him. Can't get rid of him. Yeah. Fall asleep. He shows up. Yeah. He's scary. He's a scary dude. Mm-hmm. So three. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Bloody or gory? Buckets of blood. Four and a half. Jeez, man. I said three. Good God. There was a part where their dogs had human faces and that really freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's really scary. He melted at the end of the movie. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, that was gross. He popped. He was barreling through Jesse's stomach in order to yes, kill Grady. Yes, I liked that part. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, that was so crazy. So gross. You like? Wasn't there a scene where you open? He opens his mouth. He could see Freddy in there. Anyway. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's just gross. <sighs> Maybe I should up it. You're right. Three point five. Okay, fine. That's good. It's nasty. It is nasty. It's, it's creatively one of the nasty. Grossest movies ever. Yeah, you're right. It's gross. It's gross. I give it four and a half. What good or bad? Okay. <sighs> Dead virgins. Yeah, I don't know. I changed my answer after we started talking. I had originally put a two, and uh-huh. I was like, "That doesn't seem fair." Uh-huh. Given all the undercurrents, I was like three. Okay. I'm gonna. I, get, I wrote down three. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna stick yeah. with three. It's, it's a hard I, one. Yeah. It's tough because I don't think it's a very good movie. No, it's not. But. It's a bad movie. Yeah, but it's effective and it's kind of fun. And I kept watching this movie being like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I know. I felt like I was like missing something. I'm glad that I I think it's a great conversation piece in in terms of horror movies in general. When, yes. you, when, you, when you break down the, the um, stereotypes of, of these movies where you talk about the final girl and the scream queens and everything. And it's a man. Yeah, it changes the changes the gender role. True. I don't think his character, and this is, boy, I hate myself for saying this because I never say this, but say it. His character's not likable at all. He's not very likable. He's a brat. He's kind of a doofus, and he doesn't really have a lot of redeeming qualities. I he's, would say, and he's not a hero. He's not a. He's the opposite of a hero. He gets right. taken over by a bad guy and is too weak to fight him right. most of the time. Right. It. He's not a cool guy. He's not. And you don't really know what Lisa sees in him. I know, right? Like, she, sure, he's, he's kind of... He's, he's Yeah, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. I he just, ditches her a couple times. Yeah. yeah. He also drinks coffee like a like an adult. Yeah, he's probably. He's an adult. In this movie. All, the, yeah. all the kids yeah. in this movie are adults. Yep. But, which is good. I would rather... 
I think I'd rather have adults play younger people. Really? I don't agree. I'm struggling with this because I mm-hmm. think, I think, okay, this is a grandpa take. Okay. But being, kid actors get fucked up because of the money, the fame. Yeah, that's the attention true. they Exploi- get. Yeah, exploited. They get exploited. Yeah. I'm nervous for the Stranger Things kids. I'm just going to say yeah. that. I, they're, they're growing up on a social media world right now, right before our eyes. Millie mm-hmm. Bobby Brown is is you know one of the highest Instagram yeah. follows and she's under eighteen. Yeah, you know I I uh, it's it's more common than mm-hmm. not to have these kids yeah grow up to be fuck ups. That's true. Burnout. Burnout. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Now she now Drew Barrymore did fine. She turned it around, Winona but she writer did fine. Rough. Yeah. Elijah Wood made it out okay. Natalie Portman did okay. Natalie Portman did Corey great. Corey Feldman did not. Corey Feldman has not. He's been struggling. Corey Haim died. Right. Um, you hear, I mean, that's a, that's a repeated, that's a refrain that gets repeated a lot is, so mm-hmm. all, all that is to say, I'm okay with young 20-somethings playing teenagers. Okay. okay. Because I would, re- especially if they're going to get fetishized and. Right. It held uh, such an important role right. for this guy's instance. Right. Yeah. And, and they, they put these people in high schools and I don't want to watch sixteen-year-olds and seventeen-year-olds take off their clothes and yeah, uh, start having sex. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's gross. I think we are in an age right now where we're where we're overcorrecting for these mistakes and mm-hmm. putting young kids in too many movies right now. Okay, that's my take. Okay, that's hot take from that. That's another hot take. That's another hot take. Boy, we're just firing yeah, off on these firing hot takes. off. Matt's had a lot of coffee. I've had a lot of coffee. Jesus. But anyway. Okay. So there we are. So yeah, getting back yes. to the review roundup. Is so this movie good or bad? It's I gave it three. Three. How do I convince my spouse? How do you convince Katie to watch this with you? Here's how I convince Katie to watch. I this I was gonna movie. say, uh, Remy and I are watching this movie. Yes. Katie. Stay here while Remy and I watch. Hundred percent. Yep. And she probably Easy. would because she'd want to hang out with you and Remy. Yes. Two cool guys. Two cool guys because Remy's a big fan of these movies. Yes. So uh, Eric's a big fan of Remy too, but I don't know if he'd sit through this movie with Remy in the room. Come on, what's not the? That'd be fun. He would just talk through the whole movie. Eric would. Yes. Sure. Fine. You're right. You're You'd right. Talk through it. I mean, I don't. I don't. Remy saving the day as always. <laughs> that so so it's it, but to our to the the hundreds of listeners who don't know who Remy is, uh, Remy is is a friend of ours, one of Katie's best friends, uh, maybe Katie's best friend. And uh, they they went to school together. Anyway, that would be that would be an easy way to do this. How would other people convince their spouse to watch this movie with them? Maybe the undercurrent of societal change. It's a it's a it's a conversation piece. This yeah. movie is because it is pretty. I know they 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 keep using the word subtext and undertones, but candidly, it. Ain't that subtle? No, it's really the and it ain't that under. It's very it blunt. seems it seems very <laughs> obvious and yes overtony yes, which is fine and cool actually, mm-hmm. especially if you watch it with that in mind. Yeah, I think it would be a great. I mean, if you're gonna watch the documentary, mm-hmm. you should watch this movie. Yeah, and I think the documentary is going to be pretty good. Yeah, so you should watch this. 
Watch it. Watch it. It's gross and kind of not terribly scary. It's it's very doable in terms yeah. of scares. It's gross. It's gross. But it's fun. Yeah. I had a good time. I Watch for the yeah. uh, dog with human faces and you'll realize sure. that's a new thing to be really scared of. Yeah. I had no idea that was so scary. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty scary. Great. Okay. Well, there. We just combined two movies into Combo. one episode. We're working hard for you. We're working the hard listener. for our, our fans. Millions of fans. You know, you're welcome, world. You're welcome, world, for the art. Right. So, yeah, these are two movies. They're sequels. Um, next week, we're going to do Freddy versus Jason. Can't wait. I'm really excited for that one. Rewatch this. I, yeah, because yeah, we saw this when we were... In college? Yeah. Around uh, another lifetime, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to watch them as adults and have adult opinions. Will they differ from our college opinions? We don't know, man. Don't put so much pressure on us. Yeah, please. <laughs> Back out. off. Back Listeners. off. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's it, Ginny. I don't okay. have anything else to say about these things. Nope. Everybody be nice to each other. Jesus wept. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein